Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Failing Forward Podcast. My name is Beja Turner, a technical manager of knowledge management and communication at Care USA. And I am very excited to have a special guest with us today from Care Ignite in the Pakistan country office. Please introduce yourself. Hi, um, this is Noreen Bakshodri, and I'm the project manager for Care Ignite in Pakistan. All right, Noreen, we are so happy to have you on today. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Can you give us a little bit of the context of the example of failure that we're going to be talking about today? Um, thank you, Beja, for having me on this. Um, so, okay, so I'll just give you a brief overview. Um, Care Ignite, as you know, is a multi-country program which is being implemented in Peru, Vietnam, and Pakistan. Um, so I'm going to be sharing some interesting experiences from Pakistan. Um, the context is that um, we're working with entrepreneurs who've been in the business for at least two years, working with two to 10 employees. Um, and the aim is to provide them with access to finance, build their capacities, and an overall outreach campaign, which aims to address um, misperceptions about formal financial services, address social and cultural norms, and raise more awareness um, on formal financial services and the trainings that are available under Ignite. So. Let's talk a little bit about the failure or failures that have happened in this specific context with Care Ignite. Can you give us some details on what went wrong, why it went wrong, how long did it take to go wrong, all of the juicy details? Okay, so I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell you a bit about that. So, um, for example, there was, in one instance, um, there was a certain financial service provider that we had aimed to work with. Um, from when the proposal was being developed and um, there was interest and there was commitment from the teams and um, we got, um, which fed into the targets and the proposal that was developed and the approach. Um, when the project um, it was came into being and started implementing and um, we had a couple of to and fro's with that financial service provider, it took a lot of pursuing and a lot of time, um, a lot of time was spent trying to pursue them. Uh, which didn't work out as expected, mm -hmm. and um, within it took a, it took around a year of um, non-committal attitude, and then um, we decided that we have to move forward and um, place an expression of interest for financial service providers to indicate to apply and indicate their interest to be a part of this project. So we got a couple of applicants from that side, and um, as a result of which we got one another financial service provider on board. Um, and then, um, you know, we started off with, with the implementation. And once there was, um, there was that um, demonstration effect in the sector and, you know, with the, with the, with, um, the projection and with the, the project's um, impact, um, initial impact, the previous financial service provider um, indicated interest to sort of, engage with ignite again so we started off um again with a with a non-financial agreement and uh, an mou with that the previous financial service provider mm -hmm. i'll probably call it fsp1 okay yeah. so fsp1 <laughs> and um what they wanted was that they wanted to link their borrowers to the wraparound services component of ignite so um they did that and that worked out really well and resultantly, they wanted to take that forward and get into a, another, a financial agreement with us this time and also do the financial services. Mm -hmm. So that worked out. And we now have FSP1 and FSP2 both on board. Right. That did take a lot of time. 
uh, because it was a, a, a one year of initial project time being spent in pursuing FSP one in um, uh, approaching them, um, and and then so we had to move on. But then um, they indicated interest once the project was ruled out and they saw the sort of impact and the sort of work that was being done. So it was resonating with their mission, and um, you know, so they they wanted to come back into it and continue all right and great so in this failure um is there is there another one that you would like to talk about or so there's another example so with fsp2 uh what our partnership in, entailed was development of an application um a digital application where borrowers can apply for the loan and um you know indicate their interest for the loan products that are being offered by that fsp and um, the the plan was for the fsp to own and develop an app which was on their name. Mm -hmm. However, um, they felt that they don't have the expertise or the time to invest that sort of um, development efforts. So what they did was that they identified a couple of platforms which could be used, existing platforms, which could be used to place their products. Mm -hmm. um, so there was another platform which they were trying, you know, they committed to get into a partnership with and um, you know they would place their products there where um, borrowers could sort of um, indicate interest. However, um, you know it was they were trying to work out a revenue sharing model. They had gotten into a contract with that platform, but somehow um, you know they just they even placed two of their products on that, but it just um, they did not reach agreement on the revenue sharing model, on the naming, on how would people find out if this bank's products are on that platform. And after more than around nine to ten months, um, it it was it was just not working out. So it was just they could not reach an agreement with that platform, and they still are not in the capacity to develop mm -hmm. their own app. So um, we had to pivot and um, right. and we had to pivot and we had to um, find out how we could sort of work our way around this. So what we've um, now, how we're moving past it is that we are developing an app um, with a microfinance institution. Um, so in, in Pakistan, they don't, microfinance institutions are not using digital lending or digital um, um, platforms to acquire customers. So we are uh, seeking to develop an, an app with an MFI and um, pilot how it works. And based on the learnings and the interest, we can then um, roll it out to other MFIs in the microfinance sector. All right, that sounds great. Um, and thank you for those details of some of the next steps that you guys took. Um, after experiencing some of those failures. So now that we have covered a little bit um, how you move past it, what are some of the things that you feel like you learned from these failures and how are you using what you learned in your current programming today? Um, yes, indeed. Um, thank you so much. I think it was a lot of um, learning for, for Pakistan from these, um, from these instances. So I think um, one, um, it's it's probably um, you know the, the the way around it is to maybe um uh, sorry <laughs> I think the way around it is to advertise and may get interest from the financial service providers or the partners instead of us approaching the partners to come in 
so that approach um it was more of a of a push instead of a full strategy mm -hmm. so i think um you know if you have like a if you have an ui where they apply and the the indicator interest that gets it more that gets more um it's more collaborative and a more cooperative approach from their side instead of us just pursuing them mm -hmm. um and i think we also need to sort um plan for the time um needed for um these to establish these partnerships and um also factor it into the contracts and agreements that we get into with these partners um there it they are corporate entities they're for-profit entities in some cases and obviously um their mission and vision may be a little slightly different or priorities may be different so i think it needs more engagement um from the onset more time invested into um working with them on how we could um productively work around the components and um where um our missions match and uh, where there's more interest from their side as well so i think um we need to allocate enough time for uh, building these partnerships and also factor in the risks into the agreements and contracts that we get into them, get into with them. All right, perfect. Thank you, Noreen. Um, and just one last question. Uh, if there are any, anybody who is listening to this podcast um, who is doing similar programming to you, to um, what you're doing in Pakistan right now, if there is one piece of advice that you could give them um, in operating in this space and dealing with these kind of issues, uh, what would you tell them? Okay, so I think um, one big lesson is that um, we definitely um, need to factor in the risks associated with the uncertainties. We mm -hmm. definitely need to have a plan B, mm -hmm. or maybe in some cases, even a plan C. So I think um, it's it's very important um, for us to factor in um, the risks that um, could be a part of it, even in the design process and then um, iterate and pivot as quickly as possible. All right. Well, thank you so much for your insights. We really appreciate you coming on to our podcast today, Nareen. And um, we look forward to possibly hearing from you in the future. Thank you, Beja.